Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ, and it's so good to have everyone here with us today. Uh, so glad you guys took a moment to listen to this podcast. I'm sure you listen to other podcasts. There's so many podcasts out there, and a lot of them have great content. A lot of them are saying great things. Uh, but you took a moment to listen to this podcast, and for that, I really do appreciate it. I Just a moment of uh, business housekeeping. Remember to check out our sponsors. Uh, so exquisite creations get your cups and she's going to be making pens and all a lot of little great and beautiful things um she has now a cup and pen set which is really good i i, I mean if i had didn't have 30 cups from her already i probably would get that as well uh check her out on tiktok i know she has a tiktok page i believe she's going to be starting a youtube page soon and quite possibly a website. So keep in mind, I will be getting that information as soon as I get it. You guys can go and check it out. Also, uh, take a listen to my other sponsor, the creator of the intro and outro music, True Bars. Uh, he's on Spotify and he's on a couple other platforms as well. Uh, go ahead and give him a listen and see if you like it. Now, let's go ahead and take a walk here. Last time we were talking about um, Eve in the Garden of Eden and the fact that she was having a a tragic attitude about how how what, what her directives were as far as going to the garden or going and eating of the fruit because remember just to recap here the devil had been watching Eve set a trap for Eve and Eve walked right into it now let's just pause here and out of the book of JJ say well if if Eve had known that this serpent was evil, she wouldn't have fallen for it. But the Bible says that if she had just done what Adam told her to do, which is what God told him to do, she wouldn't have had to worry about it. So, here's the issue. The issue that we have here is that now, the devil has begun to talk to Eve. We in the Bible is calling him the serpent, but we all know the serpent is Satan. So the the serpent has begun to talk to Eve, and her response kind of gives her away. Have you ever noticed uh, that when you talk to somebody, and if if you are kind of like me, I have a little bit of a legal background. When somebody starts to say something, you can almost instantly pick out where they're going to go, and as you as you see where they're going to go, you determine where they're going. You kind of know where to lay the trap for them. This is what happened here. So Eve immediately displayed a lack of knowledge of God's word. Why? Why do you say that, JJ? Because Eve immediately added to what God said. The only thing God said, God never said not to look at the tree. God said, never said not to touch it. What God said. It's don't eat it. I'm going to say this again. God never said don't look at it. God never said don't touch it. What God said was don't eat it. Eve immediately 
and I don't know. I don't know if she added it or if Adam added it. But either way, Eve added to what God said. Genesis 3, chapter 2 and 3. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, and here's where it gets screwy here, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Here's the problem with that. And and here's where you start adding stuff. And I see a lot of people adding stuff to the word of God. And and I see a lot of people take away stuff out of the word of God. We I just had this big, huge uh, discussion with somebody about purgatory. And, and basically, you add to the word of God to create this new doctrine. The doctrine that God told Adam was don't eat it. God didn't say don't touch it. God didn't say don't look at it. Eve turned around and added to the doctrine. And as soon as she added to the doctrine, she gave the devil the opening to add more to the doctrine. Say that again. As soon as Eve added to the doctrine, she gave the devil room to add to the doctrine. Wait a minute. What do you mean? See, the only, first off, let, let me just say, when you when God tells you to do something, God's going to be very succinct. He's not going to waste words, and he's not going to leave words out. When you have to add to it in order to complete the first directive, it, it sort of it sort of diminishes what God says and tries to put you in a position of God. Because now you're trying to create extra rules that God didn't create. So Eve was in a particular situation the only way she could have effectively responded to the serpent was with only the word of God Not add, nothing added, nothing taken away nothing uh, nothing twisted, nothing taken out of context and we see this when Satan tempted Jesus because he did he tried to pull the exact same game on Jesus that he pulled on Eve where he was like you know he took him took Jesus to all of these mountains and he said all these are yours uh, you just fall down and worship me and Jesus said you know no I'm not doing that you know so um, when the devil started tempting Eve being that Eve already added to God's word the devil turned around and added and he didn't just add one word we like to say well you know the devil said you shall not surely die and that's just a big thing that was a little thing it was a very little thing that the devil added the word not but that had changed the exact the whole entire scripture it changed the whole entire meaning it, it changed everything and then it added an insinuation that there was an ulterior motive from God. Because why else would God tell you not to eat of it unless God was trying to be some mean, controlling, egotistical maniac that just wanted you to have something you couldn't do? But you're not gonna, you're not gonna die. And we have that today. 
Nothing bad is going to happen to you. Who told you that? Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not kill God. For God does know that in the day of that you eat thereof, your eyes will be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. We still see that same argument today. Oh, man, the only reason why they don't want you to do something is because they don't want you as powerful as they are. Why? Because God had a rule, and the devil added the word not. You shall not surely die. God gave you the rule. Don't eat of the fruit. Because if you eat it, you will die. No, you're not going to die. Ah, that's just, ugh. That's, don't worry about that. You're not going to die. God just old, mean, evil person sitting up on the cloud. Got a thunderbolt and waiting to zap you right between the ears. <laughs> he, know, he just don't want you to be on his level. And so what the devil started creating at this point was what we now call FOMO. Fear of missing out. Don't you want to know the difference between good and evil? Don't you want to know what it feels like to be like God? And there are several implications there. One, I know what it's like to feel be like God because I know the difference between good and evil. Two, God don't want you to be on his level because he don't want you to know what's good and evil. And three, you're dumb if you don't want to know the difference between good and evil. Just all of the all three of these implications and are are insinuations are right there in that first statement. You're not gonna die. Now, in that same moment, when Eve was sitting there thinking about, well, why would you say that? Your mind is already working faster than you're actually comprehending. Ease were mind, especially a woman's mind, is working three or four times the speed of what a man's mind would work. And I know that sounds sexy, but it's true. If you are already putting the seed of doubt, all three of those previous implications that I just mentioned are already running the, through the back of her mind, are already being analyzed and already being uh, planted as seeds in her mind. So because that had happened and because there was no check and balance there was no uh, personal relationship with God to check that to check those seeds Eve then took a very crucial step towards uh, what ended up being her spiritual death spiritual death is a process Let, let's get that out of your mind you're not just gonna be saved today and walking with God today and tomorrow just be cut off dead spiritual death is a process a lot like our physical death and I'm not talking about in the cases of like sudden gunshots or anything like that this is why I believe that God has us to go through long drawn out deaths as far as sicknesses but this is just out of the book of JJ because God is showing us that spiritual death takes time it takes time you can be born instantly but spiritual death takes time uh, there's a separation and there's, there's a, a, even a reprobation period and 
And this just, it's, it's not something that's instant. So when Eve went and ate of the fruit, she didn't immediately spiritually die. She felt nothing different. She didn't see anything different. She didn't feel anything different. And I imagine that she kind of sat there for a moment and was like, I don't know anything new. I don't see anything differently. I don't even know why I avoided that tree all these years. Why did that man tell me that I can't eat of that and I can't do this and I can't do that? Little does she know, the fruit may already have been working on her. The spiritual death may have already been occurring. Spiritual sickness may have already been occurring. But she didn't know why yet. I don't know why that man told me that I couldn't eat that fruit. I don't know why I did. Why I followed that man. Why that man told me all this. Why that man do this. And why that man do that. So the first thing she did. Remember now, she's deceived. The first thing she did after she ate the fruit and didn't really feel any different. She went home and gave it to Adam. And this is where the tragedy truly occurs. Because Adam had a responsibility. For This is for all you men out there. I know sometimes we like to rag on the women. Well, Eve ate the fruit and Eve... Eve no, 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 no. Eve did eat the fruit. Eve was deceived. But Adam was never deceived. The devil never spoke to Adam. Because the devil knew that Adam had a personal relationship with God. And I mean like personal relationship. Like they were they were space partners on Thursdays. They had a real personal relationship with each other. So in 1 Timothy 2.14, it sort of talks about this. Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. And this is why when you look at how this went down, when Eve went and completely gave in to the deception, and not only gave in to the the deception, but then tried to spread the deception to Adam, who just took it. Adam still wasn't deceived even as he ate the fruit. Adam knew better even as he ate the fruit. Wherefore, in Romans 5 and 5 and 12. Wherefore, one man has sinned into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for all that have sinned. And Adam sinned because he knew better and he didn't stand up to do the right thing. That's where Adam sinned. And he did that by committing another sin because he was doing something that God told him not to do. I had a pastor tell me one time, he said, you know, generally you don't make one sin. Sin generally comes in bunches now. And when you look at the Bible and you look at how the whole fall of man occurred, you kind of see that happening. You don't just tell one lie. You got to tell a lie and you got to tell another lie to cover the first lie and another lie to cover the third lie and Next thing you know, you told a whole path of lies. You have no idea where the truth starts. You get into adultery. You have to have a lust, and you have, and 
that lust has to have to have to have a lie and, and lie has to be somewhere and then you have to have another line and now you've got the whole lie thing going and now you have looking at other people lusts and things that you shouldn't be having and then you have this no there's not a sin that actually walks by itself nonetheless and the romans 5 14 nonetheless death reigned from adam to moses death reigned death ruled death was in charge even over them that had not sinned over the similitude of adam's transgression which is the figure of him that was to come it was a it, they were doing things we men women people on earth were doing things exactly this way in one part of the bible it said they did what was right in their own eyes they were doing exactly the same thing that adam and eve were doing they just did what they thought whatever they wanted to do there was no consequences at the time not even knowing that they were already spiritually dead inside and romans chapter 5 really goes into this in a lot of detail and this is paul talking to the roman church Romans 5.17 says, For if, one, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, so much more that which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness that will reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Let me stop here because I realize I have not given you the rule of listening to this podcast. What is the rule, JJ? The rule is, when we go over, when we read a scripture, if you know there's a scripture that comes across this podcast, read a verse above and a verse below preferably the whole chapter now here we're going to kind of skim through this whole chapter and the reason why we're doing this is because we want things always to remain in context it's very easy to take a a verse or two out of context and build a whole doctrine around it so what we want to do is we always want to make sure that we are in context we are following exactly what the bible is saying rather than what jj is saying or rather what sister deacon prophetess whatever is saying we want to know what thus saith the lord uh moving right along thank you for that that commercial break we're moving right along in, in romans 5 and 19 the bible continues by saying for as one man's disobedience many were made sinners so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now, that has always that always struck out at me because I, I was trying to figure out and, and how does that really work? And then I wonder, what if Adam had have said, Eve, now baby, baby, you know, baby you wasn't supposed to do that. Put that away. And Eve had said, Oh, well, I, it tasted good, and I don't say I'm, it may have, but we weren't supposed to eat that. Okay, put it away, throw it away, get rid of it, and Eve would never have known the spiritual death that Adam would have saved her from. Adam would not have known the spiritual death that he had saved himself from. Now that is a very hard thing to think about. What if I, I knew somebody every time you talk to them, they always came back with, well, what if and what if? And, but let's consider this for a moment. 
By one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the disobedience of one, shall many be, be made righteous. Now wait a second. You mean to tell me that if I'm a father in my home and I'm righteous and I'm serving God, I can also influence my children to be righteous? I can influence my wife to be righteous? My wife can influence me to be righteous? My wife can influence my kids? Or if I were happy. But my wife can influence the kids to be righteous? Yes. You, as, as a person that's living for God, you have no idea the witness you are giving to other people. I'll give you a litmus test. When people have problems, do they come to you? That means you have a light shining in you that somebody sees somewhere and they realize that you could be a, a source of positive reinforcement. Now, if they just come and just, you know, talk down to somebody then you probably get off a different life but I don't want to get off in the weeds in this because we only have a little bit amount of time but at the end of the day when Adam finally ate the apple the apple the fruit whatever it was the kamkwa the mango whatever it was when Adam finally ate that fruit both of their eyes were open at the exact same time they both got exactly what they thought they wanted. Now, because they knew that the fruit was supposed to open their eyes and make them wise. And they got what they thought they wanted. But what ended up happening was they spiritually died. They spiritually became too intellectual for God. They truly, because they wanted to be on the same level of God, they truly thought that this was going to help them, but instead it killed them spiritually. No, they didn't walk out and die. It wasn't like eating a nightshade. You know, they didn't walk away and drop dead. But spiritually, they were dead at that point. Now, um, what does that really mean, spiritual death? I'm, I'm sure a lot of us in this audience have been through relationships. We've had good relationships. We've had bad relationships. You ever had a relationship where you were you were struggling to keep it together, but you knew the relationship was dead. You knew that there was no love there, and you knew that the other person knew that there was no love there. Now, I'm not talking about relationships that go through ebbs and flows and, and you go through good times and bad times. No, I'm talking about when the relationship is completely dead. There is no resurrecting it. There is. That is what happened between God and Adam. And they both knew it. And when we pick, up, pick back up with this next time, we're going to show why Adam knew it was dead and God knew it was dead. Well, of course, God knew right away it was dead. But when Adam figures out that his relationship with God is dead as he knew it, it is such a heart-wrenching story that we just kind of glaze over. And we try to place the blame on Eve. And we, we try to place the blame on the cloud in the sky and the rock that sat right there. And 
We never want to take personal responsibility. But understanding that when that relationship died, it was so tragic. And God spent all that time after that trying to regain a relationship with mankind in general. And we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk about the things that God set in place. God had to, it, it was like, you would think that God just did a CPR and boom, and we were all spiritually uh, right again. But now it became a lot more complicated. And we're going to talk about uh, what they call line upon line and precept upon precept, because it tells us how God began to rebuild a relationship with mankind in general. And then you and I as a specific human being. But today, uh, this is going to be the end of our um, podcast today, our walk today. Uh, I know, I know, it was kind of a deep, a deep section. And again, if you have any questions or anything like that, I don't have, I, I will, will be getting a forum we can actually open discussion. But if you have questions or anything like that, Feel free to email me at walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. Walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. Um, also, if you are on some of the uh, uh, podcast platforms, I think now there is a, because so many people are, are listening. By the way, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. There are so many people that are listening. There may be a buy me a coffee link. I, I'm, I was just told about it, but. I don't know how that exactly works, um, but I think you, if you want to support this podcast, feel free to do so. Um, other than that, love you all. Appreciate you all. Thank you for spending this little bit of time going through God's work. Love you. Bye-bye. Yeah. True. For Jesus, Jesus, everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got to spread the words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason.